0: Good morning. It's Murphy Houston on Mile High Magazine. Happy Sunday morning, everybody. A beautiful day out there. We are glad you are here. I am glad to be joined by a couple of superstars this morning. I have Laura Herman from Gallus Medical Detox. She's the Chief Outreach and Marketing Officer, as well as Nurse Shannon Weir of Gallus Medical Detox, Director of Clinical Education and Quality Assurance. Ladies, thanks for coming on Mile High Magazine this morning.
1: Thank Thank you you for having us. us
0: important topic we got to talk about here and one that's uh, very concerning for many. So, Laura, let's start with you. What type of work does your company do so we can kind of set the scene here on Mile High Magazine?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So, Gallus Medical Detox is um, really a a unique level of care for people dealing with substance use disorder, which means um, issues with alcohol, different drugs, and also prescription dependence. So, people that have been prescribed benzodiazepines or opioids and were not aware of the fact that to get off of them can be really quite painful, if not life-threatening. And so what we do is we, um, with a lot of care and compassion and communication, we help these folks through a medical detox process, as well as also we work really hard clinically to make sure that they understand what's happening and then what the next steps will be. So what we do is um, we have private rooms and flat-screen TVs so people can really relax, and we can take people that are a much higher acuity medically as well because – Shannon and her team are all ER and ICU-trained nurses, so we have around-the-clock 24-7 staff. Um, so, So we're really trying to help this population that really doesn't have another place to go.
0: Yeah, that is really a challenge, as I understand these times. And what kind of folks come to you, people that have had the problem for a while, they think they do have the problem, maybe just starting the problem? Is that how it begins?
2: It's honestly, it can be any of the above. For some people, they've gone through this problem for many years and have not found a good solution yet, um, and have not quite grasped the the world of recovery yet. Which means, you know, abstaining from certain drugs or something called harm reduction, which means you've you've you know done something that that at least allows you to survive. An example of that is going from heroin to something like um, Suboxone, where you're you're still doing something, um, but it's it's it 's something that helps you live your life every single day, and so honestly there 's so many people, especially during covid. We saw a lot of people that had had long term sobriety that are now relapsing because of just the stress of the world and and being alone yes um so we 've seen quite a big influx of that
0: well well shannon let 's switch to you now, being the nurse in charge of mm-hmm. that very topic, Laura kind of brought up here, because all we heard about Mm -hmm. during the pandemic is the rate of overdose had increased substantially. The problem Mm -hmm. had grown. So what have you seen? What's going on at your treatment center now as a result of all the COVID situations?
1: You know, we've seen a huge increase um, in usage in in all substances, um, from alcohol to um, opioids to benzodiazepines. The amount people are using has definitely increased. Um, we've also seen a big influx of um, like novel or designer drugs that people are obtaining, um, you know off the internet um, that haven't really been studied a lot. So we've seen a big influx of that, which has been a big a big challenge. Um, yeah, so just mainly the big increase um, and people are getting you know stronger, more potent, Um, variants of drugs, um, you know, like veterinary medicine drugs and wild animal drugs that um, people are starting to obtain and and use, which we weren't seeing that pre-pandemic.
0: Wow. I never even heard of that before. That's, Mm -hmm. that sounds very scary to me. It's, It's very scary. Very scary. And I didn't know that the, these drugs they buy online, is that an illegal type purchase?
1: No, because the FDA; these are things that are they're called research chemicals, and so they're really not classified as um, a drug, and, and therefore reviewed by the FDA. Um, but very well known in certain circles of, of what they can they can obtain.
0: Wow, that's that's amazing! You're opening up a lot of eyes, I think, this morning with mm-hmm. what you're talking about here. Very scary stuff. Do you deal with? Another product I hear about totally illegal uh is fentanyl. Do you see a lot of that mm-hmm. situation going on because it seems I like do. especially in Denver, a lot of it coming over the border we hear about, and it's like a hot road to Denver for some reason. Is that a big problem
1: it's a it's a huge problem um we're now seeing um most people who used to buy um oxycodone or heroin are now you know on fentanyl um mostly. Without knowing when they first went over to fentanyl, uh, because um, things are, are just fentanyl's put in it instead of what they thought they were buying. Um, I know in Denver, um, especially recently, there's been a lot of um, cocaine that was contaminated with the fentanyl that people have overdosed from because they're not their bodies aren't used to opioids, and fentanyl is so potent. Um, so yes, fentanyl is a, a huge problem that we've really worked hard on to help people come off of the fentanyl. It can be a difficult thing.
0: It is. And they don't know. As you just mentioned, though, they don't even know what they're buying, right? Right. That's right. Not good. So, Laura, let's talk about you a little bit. I know you're in recovery. Tell us about your journey. What's that been about? What's it like?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I will be 16 years sober. Hey, in great two news! Months, Congratulations! Two months, so, yeah, yeah thank great. you very much. And for me, it was really—it's been quite a journey, and it's one that is the most important journey of my life, personally. So, I happened to have alcoholism in my family. Um, my grandfather was an alcoholic. Of course, when I knew him, he was my favorite person. He was sober. Um, you know, I heard the stories later, but when I was in high school, I started feeling maybe some social anxiety, um, and definitely not feeling a part of. I'm the youngest of two, and for some reason, just the family dynamics. Um, I have a fabulous family, but to me at that time, it just didn't didn't click. And so I was honestly starting to feel kind of alone, and so I really found alcohol and, and drugs to be sort of my go-to. Um, Throughout the years, I really, um, to be honest with you, I did what your typical college graduate school student does, which is, you know, drink and have fun. Um, But then there is something called the progression of alcoholism, which is one day you wake up and realize it's not fun anymore. You've been blacking out. You've been having a very hard time functioning. Um, You know, while I was still able to hold a job, it was just barely. And I started getting involved with benzodiazepines per doctor. Um, for anxiety. And long story short, after I finally did get sober back in 2016, I started really focusing in on kind of the whys and what was happening. And that's when I discovered I really had an anxiety disorder that has now been really taken care of beautifully and maintained without the use of any of these, you know, these drugs that we're talking about. So I've been able to really do a lot of work in that. And that's the important part of sobriety is that, You need to keep doing the work you need to not just do a detox and go home but we found that you know continuum of care as they call it so going into multiple treatments meaning detox to residential to outpatient programs can really help somebody achieve long-term recovery and so that's you know why i'm excited about working at gallus and helping be that first step
0: boy you've really turned your life around from that problem to helping people with problems right yes (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Congratulations. I mean, that's awesome. Thank you. That you could take that kind of control. And you found that moment. What was that like when you found that moment? I got to stop this. I got to do something. I need the help. It had to be a big, big step.
2: It was a huge step. And it was, I, I still remember it like it was yesterday. And I remember it and I remind myself of it every day. I just felt, and there's a big term in kind of the world of sobriety, which is I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. I was just exhausted of the trying to remember what had happened and what I'd said to somebody and where how I got to point A or to point B. And so that moment when I just one night looked at, honestly, the glass of wine in my hand and my friends around me, and I just said, you know what? I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And I was one of the very lucky ones that ended up getting a lot of different people helping me out at the right times. And that was my last drink ever.
0: Wow! Congratulations. So,
2: um, you know, but that's that's an unusual story. Usually, people need a lot more help than that. Wow! Um, I got very lucky.
0: Well, that's why we have Laura Herman, a Gallus Medical Detox, and Shannon Weird, a nurse over there at Gallus Medical Detox, helping people that have that kind of need. And Shannon, you had some big issues as well. How did you do that? How did you handle that?
1: Um, personally, um, I have a lot of family members who um, suffer with substance use disorder. And that's really what brought me to this field um, from the the hospital-based critical care was just, you know, wanting to find a way to help people because I, I, on a personal level, saw how difficult it was for them and the lack of resources and ability for them to go somewhere to get help that was compassionate and gave them really good medical care and, and helped them through the process. And so it became really important to me to become with a program that that could do that for people and could offer that that service and help and and help people on that path to sobriety.
0: Well, wow, that was a big step for you as well, was it not?
1: It, it was. It was a it was a huge step. I I made the transition over from the hospital um, eleven years ago when we opened um, Gallus Detox and have not regretted a moment of it since.
0: I wow. love it. No wonder you guys are so well. Two wonderful people there. If they're all like you, you're helping a lot of people.
1: we have we have a wonderful staff in all of our facilities
0: well we do i'm sure it takes that kind of person to help out a person with with such great needs so laura let me ask you why do people often keep using substances instead of seeking treatment they don't know the risks they they don't care they just don't know what to do why do they do oh
2: this is like the million dollar question and unfortunately for each person it's so unique and such a different reason often there's something called co-occurring disorders, which could be like I mentioned, anxiety, depression. A lot of what we see has a lot to do with trauma as well. If you if you come in, let's say to Gallus, and you um, you know successfully get off of alcohol, but then you go home and you're by yourself, and all of a sudden all the old things start popping up in your head again. Well, you're going to go right back to that safety blanket that you had, which is the alcohol that helps numb, et cetera. So what we find is that if you don't really look at this as a full-on life cycle, meaning mind, body, spirit, and healing within, you will ultimately, unfortunately, relapse. Um, Some people can certainly do what we call white-knuckling it, which means for the rest of their lives just not drink and be okay, Um, but it's rare. And truthfully, a lot of the people that I know – have really had to work on things to keep their, their recovery. Like I mentioned, for me, it was dealing with the anxiety, dealing with the feelings, dealing with all of these different things. So I also had, um, you know, therapists. I did something called EMDR, which is something that helps with trauma. And a lot of the people that I know also we go to um, not really supposed to talk about it, but something called AA or a 12-step group um, which is a lot of community. So it's a very lonely disease. The most important thing is to really connect with other people that are on the same journey that you are, meaning other people that are trying to seek recovery and getting away from some of the old haunts. So if your best friend is your drug dealer, you may need to rethink that. Oh Um, and then really importantly, also, like I mentioned, is this continuum of care to try to do it on your own is tough. Yeah, it's really tough.
1: You need
0: a, so, so a village to help you. Yeah, you need a village to help. You really do. Mm-hmm. So exactly. So before I let you, God, this time is going by so quick here. Uh, let me ask you, Shannon, people are mm-hmm. out there listening now. They have family members that had issues as you went through, or maybe they're mm-hmm. having issues. How do they find mm-hmm. help? What do they do? What do you recommend?
1: So, um, you know, reach out. Um, you can talk to your physician. You can certainly call Um Talks. Detox, um, even if it's not a right fit, um, you know, our program is not a right fit for this person. We will help them find resources for what, what does fit for them. Um, and our number is 888-306-3122. We also have a website, um, that we've got some resources on there as well. And just reach out, let someone know that you need help um because this is it can be tough to navigate if you're not in this business or haven't been around this world it can be really tough to figure out what to do so i just reaching out to someone that can help guide you through it
0: well good advice there and before i let you go Shannon and Laura i would think do you both agree to tell somebody ready to take the big step it's a long haul it's not a quick fix is it
2: no it's not no. it's a long haul but it's worth every second of it to get your life yeah. back
0: Well, just hearing your stories, are you kidding me? You are proof walking the halls over there at Gallus Medical Detox that this program actually works. And Laura Herman, who is the chief outreach and marketing officer there, and Shannon Weir, uh, nurse in charge of director of clinical education and quality assurance, thank you so much for what you're doing. I hope this opens the door and gets the phone ringing for folks that have been wondering what to do, and now they have a place to go. Thank you for sharing that information.
1: Thank you very thank much.
0: Thank you for so us. much. Right. And thank you guys for listening. It's Mile High Magazine. We got more coming up here. Don't go away. Thank you all for listening this morning.